The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, what happens when a footpath must be pulled up because of water, electricity or a structural issue? Uh, What happens when the work to replace a road or a path is shoddy? Well, I'm joined now by Labour Councillor for Pembroke on Dublin City Council, Dermot Lacey. Dermot, good morning. Morning, Pat. How are you? Now, this has been going on forever and forever and forever that councils repair something because it has to be repaired because there's been a, a leak of gas, of electricity, you know, uh, some sort of a power issue or um, some sort of a gas leak, whatever it might be. They've been doing this forever. Why are they not doing it now as well as they should? Well, first of all, it's not always the council that does it. It's the utility that starts to work, the Irish Water, ESB, Irish Gas or whatever. They have responsibility for uh, completing the works to the initial phase. And then there's a period of time and uh, 90 days in which they're meant to complete the work to a high standard. But part of the problem, as we've discovered over recent times, there's no real penalty for those utility companies if they don't complete the work to any degree of satisfaction. I remember this coming up many years ago uh, when we tried to get agreement from the then government, and I actually can't remember which party was in power at the time, uh, that the utility companies would have to cooperate with each other. And we were told, oh no, that was impossible because that would interfere with the market and would interfere with the rights to you know, do work in whatever way was necessary. Well, so absolutely. If I have a gas leak, I don't want to wait till they check with no, the, the electricity before they fix the gas I'll, leak. I'll, I want them to do it now. No, I, I understand that. That's for, that's for emergency works and everybody understands that that has to be done. On, on Tritonwood Road, for example, in the last uh, four weeks, I believe there's been eight different leaks that have, have occurred and they have to be addressed. But for major your long-term planning, there seems to be very little coordination uh, between the agencies as to what's going to be done. I'll give you an example. Strand Road at the moment has been dug up by our Irish Water. In a few months' time, it's going to be dug up by uh, the Office of Public Works, or maybe in a year's time to do the flood uh, protection works. In a few years' time further, it's going to be dug up again in order to extend the promenade. We've been seeking a task force from the, the government bodies. Well, you've forgotten about the electricity. Work. Yeah, yeah, um, the, the new air grid proposals. You know, but, but the, don't forget, they are all, they are looking to have a body that coordinates all of this. And all that, the stakeholders will be involved in that major project. And that's what we want as, as councillors. But trying to get state agencies to do that, trying to get the government to initiate support for such integrated approaches, is just widely missing. And I know I bore the whole world by this constantly by my refrain that we need to reform local government to do so much in this country. The lack of power for local authorities to impose on the utility companies is a real problem. And the fact is that many of those utility companies themselves have become unaccountable as they've been semi-privatised, handed over to private companies without any public engagement on the boards. So it's very difficult to know who to contact about any of those things. don't they all have to have permission to dig a hole in the road? They have to have permission to dig the hole in the road. The problem is, A, the permission by by and large, has to be granted, and B, we don't have the power. No, only if it's emergency work. No, no, it, 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 you know, it, for emergency work and for the major infrastructure. Dublin City Council, for example, is not going to stop Irish Water from putting in a major sure, new water. But, but I mean, it's but in the council's the gift. For example, if Irish Water get in there first and they say in. Uh, mid-2023 we've got to put this uh, water main in because of leaks and all the rest of it and the infrastructure bill. So then um, the gas people come along and say, by the way, we need to put in a pipe. 
it's in the council's gift to say no, not yet. Well, no, it, you can't do it now or you'll do it at the same time as the other crowd and you'll coordinate with them. That's in your gift because you have to give them the licence to dig the hole in the road. Well, it all depends on what you mean by the council. I mean, the council is, is split in two. I, I, I asked the city manager one time, what does he mean by Dublin City Council? And I got this very, very long answer. The problem is the, the council is, is split in two. There's the executive who have major powers and the councillors who have fairly limited powers. The way so is there any point in you guys no, no, at all? Let me finish. Sorry. The way Irish society is run is that the executive of one body talks to the executive of another body. They all need each other and they, they don't, in my view, sufficiently press on other agencies uh, the requirements of society in general. And we do need to have stronger parts. No, for, but, for but you're Kansas. telling me that, that basically the executive makes all the decisions. That uh, no matter what the councillors do in the council chamber and vote this, that or the other, that the executive goes about its business in whatever way it thinks proper rather than what the councillors may think. I think the truth is that the executive have far more powers than councillors. Uh, we do have some powers. Sometimes councillors have not used those powers. For example, the the, the refusal by councillors to support uh, bin charges uh, led to the privatisation and reduction of services. So sometimes we do throw away power, powers ourselves but the power by and large in Irish society rests with the executive, rests with unaccountable officials. We, we will appoint a new chief executive of Dublin City Council in the next three or four months. Councillors will have absolutely no say in that. And as I've uh, said before, it's a bit like, you know, the managing director of Lidl will be appointed by the board of Aldi in that the department, the state will have more role in the appointment of a chief executive. But what would the councillors actually know about the skill set that a chief executive would need? I know that I want a chief executive who will stand up to the state, a chief executive who will stand up to the department that constantly interferes in Dublin City Council affairs. I want a chief executive who will fight and argue for housing publicly with the officials under our system, the chief executive. And this is no disrespect to Owen Keegan. The chief executive has to work hand in hand with the department because they are the, the, pay, they are the paymasters and that's how services are delivered. I want a fighting chief executive. Uh, Owen Keegan, though, is uh, to put... Uh, mildly can be bolshy. I can't imagine him rolling over for the department. The, and he's outgoing. The, the system is, is one in which the chief executives of local authorities are forced to work hand in hand with the department because that's how our system works. That's why we need fundamental local government reform. And, you know, in 12 months time we'll have local elections. And I would love if the debate on the local elections was about the powers of local government and not about mm. which party was going okay, to do well. Going back, though, to, to patching the roads. Um, it was an interesting thing that emerged that uh, the services department of uh, Dublin City Council were saying, oh, all those holes in the road and the badly patched up stuff, that that's down to Irish Water. Then it turned out the council was doing the work for Irish Water. Yeah, there's a service level agreement with uh, with Irish Water. But then the, the, your man says, hang on a second, I know that it's our people who are doing the work, but they're doing it on behalf of Irish Water, so it's Irish Water's fault. Now, that is a kind of circular logic that I fail to grasp. Yeah, I think many councillors fail to grasp it either. There is, there is a transition period at the moment which uh, Dublin City Council works. No, but no, no, the work is being done by yeah, Dublin yeah, yeah, City yeah, Council yeah, yeah. and they try yeah. to say it's Irish Water's fault if the, the work is badly executed. The, the, the work, How does that yeah, make sense? 
sense. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense, Pat. Uh, what I was saying is that the uh, Dublin City Council workers, along with all local authority workers, are are presently transitioning to work full time for Irish Water as part of the old uh, new, new new structure. But it doesn't make sense. So and if they're doing shoddy work, you want to foist them off on Irish Water eventually, so they'll continue doing no, shoddy work. No, I don't want to foist them off. In fact, I would prefer if the workers stayed with Dublin City Council. But we need to have greater authority and control over how that work is done. I wouldn't defend the work. I cycled in here this morning. I cycled over an incredible amount of bumps. I see people, you know, tripping. There is an appalling example in front of Dublin Castle where right across the cobblestones there's tarmac. The tarmac there. I've seen it's it horrible. myself. It's it really horrible. It's horrible. Um, the, the, the other thing is there is what they call a deposit scheme, isn't it? Where these guys have to, depending on the number of holes in the ground that they put, they have to put a deposit there, which is kind of a guarantee that they will fix it properly. But in my experience over the years, uh, what I've heard councils say is that, yeah, we're not going to do anything yet. We'll take the money from these people. They'll surface dress and then they'll give us money, which we will use when all the works are done by all the builders around who are building apartment blocks, who are, you know, heavy trucks, wreck roads and all the rest, create potholes. When all the electricity work has been done, when all the gas work has been done, when all the water work has been done, and then and only then will we put a gorgeous surface on the road. But we'll wait, because if we try to do it everything properly this month, then again, next month, then again, early next year, then again, mid next year and so on, it'll be good money after bad. Well, two things, Pat. First, first of all, there doesn't seem to be a deposit scheme, but there doesn't seem to be a, a financially re- retaining scheme. Uh, there, there's no mechanism to find these bodies when they don't do the work. The second thing is an awful lot of the work, in fact, has been done by contract workers that we employ in to Dublin City Council because we have lost about a thousand staff. I can't remember the exact numbers at this stage. Largely outdoor workers over the last 10 or 12 years. So the sort of work that Dublin City Council direct labour used to do in the past is very often now done by private companies. But we need to have a system whereby the utility companies are fined and money is taken from them. And do you think it's because these private companies are skimping on the money? You know, the old joke about Dublin Corporation before the days of the council was how many council workers does it take to fill a hole? It takes six, one to fill the hole and the other five to watch. And that used to be the joke about them. Are you saying that those six workers would not typically be deployed by the private sector? They'd be as uh, skimpy as they could with work and therefore it's done in a cheap and shoddy way. Well, I'm very old-fashioned, Pat. I believe that if you're paid to do a job, you should do it. And whether you're for private sector or the public sector. And I'm just so happy to, to criticise Dublin City Council workers when they don't do their job as I am private sector workers. The bottom yeah. line is there should be a better monitoring system. We should ensure the work is done. We'll ensure that people get the quality that, that they're entitled yeah, but to. But can you do this quality work at great expense? Because to, to, to finish the roads properly and the footpaths properly does cost a lot of money, knowing full well that it's going to be dug up in a month or two's time and it really is good money after bad. Well, it can be demoralising, uh, to say the least, and I regularly get calls from people in, in my area telling me about works that have been completed and then dug up again. And that's why we need better coordination between the services, better timelining in, in relation mm-hmm. to all of us. And in my view, we need more direct labour workers that we can do the job and charge those companies if they're not going to yeah. do it. Uh, you, the, this one on the UK, uh, as part of a permit to dig, uh, a utility has to contact all the other utilities to see if they need to do work. And if so, all work is done at the same time. If a further dig is required due to lack of planning, there are punitive penalties 
That's from Eddie and Drogheda. Why we don't do that is quite beyond me. Uh, another one on the appointment of a chief executive. Why would the government appoint someone to an authority if that person is going to give them grief? Well, surround yourself with the best people if you want the best results. That's what I would always say. Uh, Brian and Dublin, the Dunboyne Road in Maynooth was closed for 16 weeks last summer to facilitate a prizing private housing development, then repeatedly closed or had construction traffic lights with one-way traffic numerous times since then. It was finally resurfaced recently and the following week it was closed again to be dug up at least twice. Apart from the ridiculous sequence of activity, the traffic through the town was made significantly worse and locals inconvenienced to accommodate a private developer and save them money. They should have been required to work out of hours to avoid the significant road closures. The locals weren't even informed in advance of what was happening. So, who agreed to this and how do locals challenge it? Seems it's just tough luck on the residents. The decision makers are not inconvenienced, so they do not care. Well, I agree with all the, the, the comments made uh, there. I suppose one way to challenge it is that we need to see councillors who are elected to local government as people who want to be elected to local government in its own right. Unfortunately, we've seen local government in Ireland always as a stepping stone to the Dáil or the Shannon. So in a sense, Mm. as soon as councillors become good councillors and are able to challenge the system, they're running for the Dáil and are out of the place. And the only people who benefit from that are the management and the Department of Housing and Local Government who don't want a strong local government system. I mean, this is about bureaucracy. I don't care whether it's councillors or the executive who run it. But please run it properly. Another word text, uh, do councils not coordinate? Close to where I live, the road has been dug up repeatedly for water, gas, sewage and soon to be dug up again for electricity. And I know watching in my own area where they allow private builders to put skips on roads, which blocks the only lane of traffic in one direction. And they will do that maybe in several of the roads, all uh, arteries, important arteries. So all of them are blocked often simultaneously. I mean, what kind of thinking is that? Pat, I have never defended the way our local government system works. We have a dysfunctional local government system and the only way we can change that is by changing the basic laws governing our local government system and we need more councillors of whatever party who will challenge that system. On that note, Dermot Lacey, Labour councillor for uh, the Pembroke Ward in Dublin City, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.